Hello everyone and welcome back to the Movement Theories podcast. Today I have another international student with me, also from Portugal, from the same place that the last two were from? Actually not. Actually not? No. Okay. Well, we'll go on to talk okay. about that slightly <laughs> later on then. We're also covering topics today such as how sports can influence you as a performer. We're both at Bird College, which is this amazing drama school. And we're also both very hungry. We've come straight from classes today. And so we have our dinner with us. So it's going to be a bit of a mukbang. It's very exciting. <laughs> Haven't done that yet. So my name's Josh. Welcome to the Movement Theories podcast. Mariana, tell me who inspires you. Okay. Let's go deep straight okay. away. Oh my God, it's too late for this, but... I'll eat my dinner. I don't want to be cliche or anything. I don't want to be No, be basic, cliche, be cliche. But we love it. I say this every single time that people ask me, like, who inspires you? Um, and it's my parents. Oh. Um, okay. I love that. <laughs> no, um, no, it's definitely my mom and my dad. I'm, I'm an only child, so I'm... Are you? Yeah, I'm an only hmm. child. I don't have any siblings. I wish I had, though. Yeah, I've got a brother. He's older. <gasps> I wish I had a brother. We've only really connected, though, in the last couple of years. Since he went oh, to uni, really? and then when we came back, we started to have, a, like, a mutual interest in... Um, YouTube, firstly, and um, home workouts. But before that, before that, we weren't the most... Uh, and I'm, I'm, yeah, we weren't the closest. But actually, it's been nice recently. Yeah, I've always wanted to have a brother. I never wanted to have a sister. Mm. I don't know why. I, I think it was because like I was closer to my dad. Because yeah. I was more like an extrovert and I just wanted to do crazy things. And my mum was like, um, let me let me chill. Let me just sleep. Give me, let me get some rest. But no, yeah, it's definitely my mum and my dad. My mum just inspires me to like um, keep dreaming high. And my dad yeah. also, you know, inspires me of like, you know, big things come... From hard work. That's very so true, though. To, you have yeah. to work hard. It's definitely true. So, yeah. How does being an only child um, work in the sense of, do you feel you get a lot more attention and like, is it, would it be divided between siblings? So for me, my brother, with the sports that he did, a lot of the week was spent sometimes kind of doing his karate classes, then taking him there. And like the other part of the week was spent for me doing gymnastics. Do you think it benefited you? maybe being an only child, because it meant that you got more of that for yourself. I would be a liar to say that it didn't benefit me. I would be like, oh, no, yeah, it didn't benefit me because, like, their whole focus was on me mm. and not anyone else. And probably, like, because of, like, my family and my conditions, if I had a sibling, I would probably not be here. Because it's it's a struggle, first of all. Um, you discussed that with Kaya and Marta in yeah, we did. their podcast. So go the check struggle. it out if you haven't. Yeah, go check it plug. out. You talked about like the struggles of being an international student in terms of like financially. Mm -hmm. And f for me, it's also it's also like that. So if I don't like, if I had a, si a sibling, I would probably not be here. Because they'd have to divide. Yeah, they have to the divide, divide. But... You know, I was not very close to my parents because um, my dad's job, um, he was always working outside of the country. Mm. Um, so it was just me and my mom. And me and my mom always had a good relationship, but it was always like we were missing my dad. And then when he came home, I was like trying to be with my dad full time. And then I was a kid. I just wanted to play. And my mom yes. was like, oh, I have to work. I have to work. 
Um, but then COVID happened and mm. COVID happened. A lot of things happened to me. Um, I stopped really thinking about like friendships, relationships, and I, I got closer to my, to my parents because yeah. I realized like all the efforts that they did for me to like just follow my dreams and to be who I am today so so COVID benefited you quite a lot then oh, in yeah. that sense in yeah. that sense did of you life. do much sport as well during COVID or did you have it all cut so I was doing you don't have it here I I realized okay. that because I talked about this oh, with a few like um a few friends at handball I I told you about it handball it's basically football with your hands we play I've played it in PE lessons but I don't know what opportunities there are to play it like as a competitive team it's not very like it's not a like it's not a big thing here but it's a big thing in oh, so europe, it's, a, it's a big thing it's okay. a big thing in europe it's like it's not like football it's mm-hmm. not like netball is that what you call here not netball basketball. yeah we've got basketball. volleyball basketball yeah it's not like a big thing but it's kind of a big thing outside of here if you awesome. get what i'm saying no i do i do so it's it's more uh it's more prominent in europe than it is in england yeah i don't casually look on the internet and see there being like some UK handball team. Oh, so I yeah. understand what you mean in that sense. I don't, I don't know if they're... So no, it's probably... There they're might be, but they're they not. Yeah, not something that's been... Um, that's popularised. So that's something that's big in Europe and you did that a lot. Yeah. During lockdown. Basically, I, yeah, I was doing it like before COVID. I, yeah. I was doing it professionally for like three years. Um, and during COVID, we... Of course, we had to stop because it was like... It was uh, a sport that was basically, it was not individual. Yes. It was like yeah, a, as team. a team. And so basically safe. during COVID, I was just doing like workouts and, mm-hmm. you know, preparing for the new season. But a lot of things happened with that too. And I went back, but it just didn't work out for me. But we can get to that later yeah, if you we, want no, to. We, I'm sure we can. Yeah. Do you think you were productive? How do you think your mindset was during lockdown? Do you think you got a lot done or do you think maybe not? I think I got a lot done and I think it, it was because I changed a lot. Okay, in what sense? What were you before? In the sense I was, first of all, I was very extroverted before COVID. Like mm-hmm. I was the kind of person that just wanted to go out. I just okay. wanted to like meet new people all the time. But during COVID, I discovered how much I love being alone. Oh, I, I could I discovered I how much I love I being like how much I love being just in my room mm-hmm. with my headphones, reading a book. I discovered yeah. my love for books too during COVID. And with that also come came bad things with it because okay. um, with the sense of like, oh, I like being alone. I kind of isolated myself, but my friends kind of just, you know, oh, okay, she's not talking to us anymore. I'm not uh, going to talk with them. Ne- I'm not going to ne- talk with her. So they didn't necessarily take it in the right way. Yeah, they... Yeah, they didn't take mm-hmm. it the right way. And when I tried to tell them, like, oh, I'm just trying to, you know, get to know myself, get to know, like, what I want. Because it was also during COVID that I realised I wanted musical theatre. So okay. I was kind of, like, searching for my identity Yeah. Um, during COVID. And my friends were like, um, she's not, like, why doesn't she talk with us? Like, every day, what's happening to her? I see, yeah. Um, I don't like you, the side of you. I'm just not going to be friends with you anymore. Have you found it maybe then easy coming to Bird because you don't have a lot of, like, emotional attachments at home? Like, you've come to Bird with lots of your close friends, Wait. such as our camerawoman today. <laughs> Very exciting, uh, Liao. And, I'm at yeah. Liao here. 
I, oh, okay, really? I met her. Oh. I didn't know you before yeah. here. Maybe this is just my my bad just mentality of like, you just all knew each other. You're no, all from Portugal, so you all knew each other. I knew Kaya, yeah. and then like she introduced me to the rest through a group chat. Uh, and I went, oh, shoot. Oh, cancel, get rid oh. of her. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> get no, out. Please don't. I really uh, need to. And I went and saw her final show, because um, I went to London. Oh, yeah, Britain, you, yeah? oh. I saw Chicago. I, I didn't remember that, but Kaya told me that you went to watch like the, Bella. The dress rehearsal. Yeah, the dress rehearsal for like the first one, the Chicago. Oh. I remember that. I was in yeah. mm. That's great. Yeah. So you've met a lot of the Portuguese people here. The ones back at home, how do you feel in, in terms of leaving? Was it hard to leave or was it not too too bad? I think I think in terms of like um I live with Kaya, so I know Ka I know more like the perspective of Kaya um than, you know, any Portuguese pe any other Portuguese people. But in terms of like me and Kaya, I think it was harder for me. Because even though all of those things happened in COVID, mm. last year was a very good year because I saw uni in Portugal. Oh, so you've done one year of university I've already? I've done one year of uni in Portugal. Mm. And that year was really, really good because I went to this uni and I went to this like course that I, I didn't knew I didn't know anyone. Was it a one year course then? No, it was a free year. Three years, but you but, came to Berlin instead. Yeah, I came to Berlin and said, you have like that option, like freezing your like... Will you restart? When you finish bird, or were you just? If I don't, probably like it depends. It, it depends of like my future of what happens after. Bird. Yeah, there's also the problem that we've already talked about on the previous episode with how the visas work. That's absolutely fine. Oh yeah. Because you're gonna need yeah, to probably marry that. someone is kind of the decision that they all came to. Um, don't talk about that. My boyfriend's watching <laughs> oh, <no>. this. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> uh, this is just a joke. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> they were very serious though. Like you only have like a two year postgrad visa and you need to then make up the other three years before you can get citizenship in the UK, which is really tough. I need to speak closer to Mike. What am I doing? Um, which is really tough because how do you do that? Um, and I guess that's going to be a challenge that I'm interested in seeing you guys overcome and helping where I can. Um, we'll We'll see how how that is only the future can tell us exactly when you've got three more years here um other thing is like you guys are some of the hardest working people that i know like that's a fact you've come from a studio booking like not many people of first years don't usually book studios to rehearse it's generally as late years and you guys go in to do the extra bit which is it's very impressive i mean i'd gone along to one you guys rocked up and then had a separate studio afterwards and i was like uh, you're having tap hmm? you're I having tap, tap. Oh, she had tap. But I had, like, spaces in between. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I just find you guys, like, <laughs> I can just see with the work that you're putting in, I can see how what's going to benefit you yeah. in the future. Because oh, it's... You, no, it is crazy. <laughs> it, nice. It's crazy. No, it is. I'm just telling the truth. That's what this podcast is. I just talk, I tell the truth, and I try and be as open and honest about things as possible. Um, kind of going back to, to lockdown, for me personally... I think lockdown, I found that I quite liked my own space. I would go out and I would meet people, but I don't think, I, looking back, I didn't like the person I was then. And I think it was useful that I found my own space. I yeah. ended up gaming a lot. I didn't really do much exercise during lockdown. <laughs> I There's a game called Rust, and I just spent hundreds and hundreds of hours on it. Just yeah. I created my own gym because I had to, because of handball. Like, I had to create, like, my own gym. 
And then when we went to lockdown again, because I, I think, I don't know if it happened here, but we went on lockdown into 2021, I mm-hmm. think. We went again. And I was still doing Amble, but I just didn't do much exercise that, that lockdown. So... But yeah, did you feel like, oh no, I'm going to ask you hey, a that's question. Fine. You know, it's cool, it's cool. Look at me, did you feel like you were trying to find like, not a new identity, but your true identity during COVID? Because that's what happened to Yeah, me. I think what it was, this is deep, man. Um, <laughs> I think what it was, because I finally had a lot of time to myself, no. I think that kind of forced me to reevaluate a lot of my life. Yeah. Coming out of lockdown was when I started musical theatre. Beforehand, okay. it was purely dance, it was purely gym. I'd gone yeah. through a lot of rough patches. So coming through lockdown and coming out, I think I did change quite a lot. Uh, I definitely went into my A-levels a lot more mature, like suddenly a lot more mature. Um, I had my moments, you know, but we're all kids, yeah, aren't course. we? Yeah, But I think compared to who I was in year 11, I think year 11, I was just trying to please people. I was trying to oh, exactly. it, yeah. impress people. I was trying to show off. I was trying to be like, oh. look what I can do and, and whatever. But actually coming into A-levels, like I didn't necessarily care too much about if people liked me or, or like make it. Or I didn't care about like, oh, I've got to make all these friends. And so actually coming to uni has been so nice because I've been ready to leave now for like a year. Yeah. And whereas lots of people have been like, oh, I'm homesick. Like, I'm staying over ho- um, half term and that's like absolutely fine. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't cross my mind that that's a problem. And I think it's because I've wanted to be here for so long um, and I didn't make, have many emotional attachments yeah, back, back home, home. Yeah. because I was just so focused coming out of lockdown. I didn't do much work in lockdown. Coming out of lockdown though was when I kind of cracked on with it. Um, and I think that's probably the reason I'm here now. Me in lockdown wouldn't have got me here, but the two years kind of from afterwards to the auditions, I think, was what has really helped me the most. Yeah. Um, does that answer your question? Yeah, it kind answers of, my question. Yeah, I'm satisfied. Answer it, that's crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, definitely it was uh, an important, important factor. Let's loop back around to you now. What I wanted to ask you was about what sports have you done and then kind of like what was the order of doing them? What kind of did you do first, maybe when you were a kid and kind of what? Okay, so you want a full list because there's a lot of them. Yeah, I know it'll lead into lots of other questions, okay. I'm sure. But I'm interested to know. So I started um, swimming when I was four months. I was, you were just a little baby just put in the pool. I was four months, yeah. I started doing like swimming with, because you could do like swimming with your parents. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I started doing swimming with my dad. And by what, two years old, you became a pro swimmer. You were just so good. Of course. Just a year and How a half you know? of just your parents. Have you seen the videos online of like babies just being like put into water and then like oh, yeah. them adjusting themselves oh, to. Oh, yeah. It's impressive. It's impressive. Yeah, I wish I had that. But I, I, can't I was float. not like that though. I was not like that. But. I had the motivation, that's what matters. Yes, exactly, the mindset. Um, yeah, so I was, I started swimming at four months, I think, with my dad. Um, and then I went to, I did some, some it's not karate, how do you say judo? I, I think it's judo. 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 Okay, so I did judo. I'm just such a pro at uh, understanding Portuguese now. <laughs> wow. I forgot. I've got a little... Um, because I work best with hearing things. I have a little, like, dictionary of phrases oh. in my phone. They're mostly rude. I saw a dictionary of, like, Portuguese <laughs> English <laughs> and, like, bird. Maybe so, I should get one. Maybe, maybe. I should invest. Maybe should uh, Anyway, sorry, let's go back. So you've done swimming. You've done judo. What else have you done? Yeah. Um, so then I started uh, artistic gymnastics. Lovely. We love um, a good gymnast. 
But I started like four, four, yeah, Same. four, and then I stopped at six because I okay. wanted to get into rhythm gymnastics. Ah, uh-huh. with balls and hoop. And, yeah, those yeah. kind of things. I've never really understood understood rhythmic. And I've got a bit against it, but I've just not I never just understood it. I loved wearing those like little costumes that they wear. I wear little costumes when no, I do gymnastics. No, but they wear like costumes very with Swarovskis, and ah, I see. I had like those costumes, yeah. and I it just made me feel like. I want to see if I can find a picture of mine. You keep talking. I'm gonna see if I can pull up a okay, picture. Okay, but it just made me feel like some people dress as like princesses those dresses make me feel like a princess so i wanted every time that i saw a girl like doing splits and like jumping yeah. or doing like those crazy turns i was like i want to be you like them be person, i yeah. want to be like them um but yeah at six years old i told my mom like oh i want i want to go off artistic gymnastics. i want to try that yes um and i was still doing swimming um I I quit judo. I did like free classes because mm-hmm. my dad is like, um, he went to the highest level. Oh, cool. Um, and he was on the national team. When he told me that, I was like, okay, yeah, props to you. Yeah, I want to do that myself. Um, which I think but, you ended up doing, didn't you? What? On a, na- a national level. Um, I. It's not that I almost went, uh-huh. but if I continue handball. Yeah. Um, I did like I did um, not national team but like regional like team. Oh yeah. So you had like five regional teams in mm-hmm. Portugal, and I went to one of those. It's not national, but it was like for me, it was like oh my god, I'm on top of the world. Now. Yeah, yeah. So sure. and that's that's what matters at the end of the day. Uh, the end of the day, even if people don't say that, oh no, like you have not reached the top. If you like, if you feel good about yourself, mm. if you feel good about what you've reached, yeah. you should feel like that. And that's what matters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did uh, rhythmic gymnastics for four years. I actually, no, talking about nationals, I got third place or second place mm-hmm. at like group rhythmic gymnastics at nationals. Nice. Yeah, am so I that is, So that is national. That is nationals. Yeah, I'll buy um, on this video. I'm gonna, okay. I don't know if I'll put this on the screen or not. We'll see. Okay. And so I might end up cutting this I'm out, but I want to show you this. this okay, the, I don't have the costume. I can't find a costume, but this was an old... I look so young. So it was a pitched angel oh where you throw God. up and catch. And look how small I am. so young. And then it was a twister catch and then pop back up again. Oh, but, but, the, that, but that's... Is that artistics? Because my no, artistic... that's acro. That's acro, right? Yeah, yeah. Acro came before, like after that. So you've done acro afterwards. I did acro. I want to find this costume. Yeah, I basically I finished written gymnastics because it was not a very good environment, and after written gymnastics, it was I had my little like I had the first touch with like dance because I had basically I had ballet, and contemporary, while I was written gymnastics because it was like. Like, they make you do it because of the technique. Mm. Um, and then after I finished rhythm gymnastics, I was like, oh, I'm going to try this dance school. I went to this dance school, tried for like, I was, I think I was like nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried for a week. I loved breakdance. Me too. It I've, was my favorite I've not style. really done proper classes, but I really want to get into it. I, I just ha- enjoy the I feeling. loved breakdance, but I, I, I didn't end up there. I ended up in competitive swimming. Competitive swimming this time. Yeah, because I was still swimming and um, I was in the time of my life. That basically, it was at this time that the time of my life that I called, go for your friends. Do it, for your, do it because your friends are doing it. 
uh-huh. not doing it like not necessarily for, you. for yourself. Not necessarily for, you, for myself, yeah. yeah. Um, and basically, I went to competitive swimming because my friends were doing it. And I really like, oh, my friends are doing it. I'm going to be with them. Yeah. But on Sideways, I joined this like aqua team. It was not very competitive. It was like a school aqua team. Mm. But because I had the basis of rhythm gymnastics, I already knew how to do certain things. And it was funny. It was like when I was not doing competitive swimming, I was doing aqua. When I was doing aqua, I was doing competitive swimming. When I was not doing like the both of them, I was studying. Yeah. Um, so always very busy. Always very. I yeah. my spent life a lot was, of hours yeah, outside of college. That was like. Or school. Yeah, I always like. I always said to people, I, I've, I think the last time I had social life, I was like, what eight? Hmm. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> little kid, little kid birthday parties. Yeah. That was your most social. That was your peak. But, oh yeah. Oh definitely yeah. I but, can kind of relate. I can definitely kind of relate because I, I had to miss out doing gym and competitions or dance. I and missed intensives. out so much because like, yeah. but at the end you look back at it and you're like, oh, useful. it was all worth it. Um, but yeah, and then basically my life was just like, oh, uh, I'm not enjoying this anymore because I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for my friends. Just going to give up. I'm just Mm going to, uh, give up. Um, and then I was doing like, I stopped doing acro because I left my school. So I went to like another school and that school didn't have like an acro team. And I... So basically, this is actually a fun story. Um, we love I was, a fun story. Uh, yeah. So basically, I started doing handball because I went to the club to try. I went to the same club that I did handball to try for rhythm gymnastics again because I wanted okay. to get back at rhythm gymnastics. Yeah. So I went to this club and then I got outside of it. Like I got outside, like they were training here. They were training, like, I'm going to do it like this for people. Like I was training here. I went outside and then there was like a field. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm loving this. This is uh-huh. great. A field. This is brilliant. And I went after like my training. I was like, okay, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed For the that. audio listeners, uh, Mariana's using her hands to visualise. Yeah, visualise. Basically, I was in a left side. I was in, in the left side. I was in uh, rhythm gymnastics. And on the then right. I, on the right side, uh, it was like handball, handball practice. And I went after practice, after rhythm gymnastics practice, I went because I had to leave by the right side. Mm-hmm. So I passed by, I passed by the handball. Yeah. I was like, oh. That looks cool. That looks cool. And so you That looks up. nice. But I didn't end up for that reason because it didn't look cool. Uh-huh. I ended up because... Um, I had some friends and, and I liked they... the boy from there. Ah, so yeah. I ended up, I ended up there, but I also ended up liking it. Mm-hmm. So I good. was, I was just, I was enjoying it. And then uh, I started doing like professional in like, um, you, do you pay attention to football here? Kind of. Champions League. Because you may <sighs> know if you pay attention to. So I pay attention to Wrexham. Uh, and they're in the National League. So. Okay, no, you probably don't pay attention. So or to sometimes some of the Premier League, but um, but yeah, I went to this like big club in Port in Portugal for handball, uh-huh. and of course, COVID happened, and I realized, okay, who are, who am I? What do I want to do? Because am I doing handball just because I'm liking it? Like I have to stop thinking about my future now. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm getting older, and that's when I 
figure it out. Like I saw Heather's bootleg on YouTube. Oh, I saw a legally legally blonde, legally blonde yeah. on YouTube, and I was like, no, this is what I want to do. Um, had you done it beforehand, or no. it was from watching the? Had, have you done? Had you done much dance movement? No, just. It was just gymnastics, gymnastics, the ballet foundation and contemporary foundation that I had it. And then all I know from other styles, it was because while I was doing handball and while I was doing competitive swimming, in my free time, I would be at home, like, teaching myself those things. Yeah. Because um, for three years, I'm hosting professional handball and I did this, like, talent show for my school. <laughs> and it was always dance. Yeah. And it was it was really funny. Also, a fun story. Um, I won that talent show. I won that talent was show. Was that self-taught dance stuff? Yeah, it was like my my choreography, everything. Yeah. And basically, the lady that was judging, uh, she was basically the head of this like conservatory, like in a in conservatoire. My city. Yeah, yeah, conservatoire. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Sorry. No problem. Um. Of, like a, a conservatoire uh, of dance in like my town and she was like oh what do you do like do you actually dance and I was like no I play no. handball and she was like uh no you've I got think, talent I think you should consider this yeah. as a career it's a and good I, thing you did and yeah then after that like I didn't consider it at that time but then I figured out that I wanted that yeah so. that's that's really cool I'm you've, we've talked a lot about handball and I'm interested now to to see like you as a performer now here at Bird College yeah are there certain elements of handball that you think have actually really benefited certain elements of your dance? Um, maybe, because I, I don't really know much about it, but obviously you're using your, your arms and your hands and obviously fitness mm. generally is oh, good. Yeah. But are there are other elements I'm just interested to know that you've noticed have like, oh, that's actually helped improve the way I do this or with swimming for example yeah that's improved because i could talk for days about how gymnastics has oh yeah got me here oh, and that was very much i'm sure is a crossover for you uh, i'm interested with these other styles with these other sports if there are like certain things that you do in them that yeah. you think maybe was like a transferable thing that's like you felt is giving you a little, a little bit of an edge yeah i think in terms of technique no I think or technique, technique, yeah, because, no, yes, that's But fine. I think in terms, like, I can talk about swimming and apple specifically, resistance. Okay, nice. Resistance is one of the big things that... I love that. At least that's what I think is very important to have in musical theatre because yes. you're going to be dancing and singing and acting on the stage for, like, an hour and a half and you have to be ready mm. to to do that. We watch, we actually, like, in... Uh, me and Liam are having that musical theatre tech. We're doing that specifically, like, dance, song, hairspray, mm. sing, like, uh, you can stop the beat, like, just dancing around. Um, and it's really hard because it's a really hard song to dance and to mm -hmm. sing at the same time. And... Sing, um, swimming and amble really helped me because I also had to do a lot of like strengthening and resistance work. Yeah. And now I just kind of applied that work into, mm. um, you know, my performance. And, you know, sometimes I ask myself, oh, why am I not like that tired? And I feel, okay, I've done some work before. Yes. Yeah. Like, so now I'm actually kind of a little more used to it mm -hmm. than probably some people are but that's fine yeah. that's okay i think so. looking at my old gymnastics uh experience you have some food oh, yeah. what's uh is actually coming off from that what's quite interesting like for gymnastics yes i do lots of sessions and i spend many many hours a week training 
However, the actual, what we were actually like building up towards was like a two minute routine for dynamic and a two minute routine for, um, it's been a while. I, I've, when I've talked about it recently, I can't remember the names, but one's basically moves that move and moves that are still balance, mm-hmm. balance. So the thing that I found with, with gymnastics is that our routines were only quite short. And so now doing musical theatre, I'm not used to suddenly having to perform, be in the performance mode for an hour, it an was, hour and a half. Yeah, and it was different for me because um, swimming is like the kind of sport, like a lot of, at least like the physio. And I think a teacher actually advised me, like, go to like swimming because it gives you resistance. We've so. been, yeah, we've been told that um, if any of us can, mm-hmm. it's really, really helpful. Yeah, and, um, it, and it also helps you correct your back because I had scoliosis okay. after I did rhythm and gymnastics. That was one of the reasons why I had to stop too. Um, and they told me like, to swimming because it's gonna correct you yeah. and it's gonna help you but handball like with handball i didn't have to be ready for like two minutes of like just playing handball i had to be ready for an for hour, a whole whole match a whole hour and that linked really match. well with the long shows yeah and it yeah. was always like running back and forth and it was also like physical touch with people that yeah, handball is a very physical touch uh, yes. sport. Um, so I had to be, I had to be ready in terms of like resistance and strength, mm-hmm. and I kind of applied that to now, like music, yeah. theatre, and dance specifically. You know, I've never, I didn't know if it was meant to be a physical touch sport, but what the times I've played in PE with the group that I was in, it ended up being quite physical. But I never knew if it was allowed to be or if that was just no my it, group it is. for being a little bit rowdy. You have to touch people you have to grab them yeah um this is why i liked it at the time i was like mm, like Jana being aggressive yeah no fair enough good to let your anger out as well yeah um this linked really nicely this whole uh topic of uh performance and how that's helped you uh linking into podcasting which we'll have a lot, little conversation yeah. on about in a minute uh what i want to say you can have some food now if you want a little break uh, i'll have a little ramble Don't um, ask me to <laughs> the the thing with podcasting is since doing this podcast i i've realized that i go into a performance mode and i then hold it for an hour an hour and a half however long the recordings are and what's great is like the gymnastics gave me like the quick boosts which are really good for like I'd like a dance routine like a dance break it gives me that quick like i can put a lot of energy in for a short amount of time doing podcasts has then helped me build on staying in the performance head because I've not done many shows. I started musical theater like two, like two years ago um, and I've done three shows with the company that I joined, which isn't tons. And so I have quite a limited experience, but now since doing this and I've done like 16 odd episodes, that's like a lot of time for me to be like, okay. And you know, focus, focus, yeah. engage. Um, and that's helped maybe go alongside the whole gymnastics two-minute short bursts. And you'll also learn, like, how to do all of this by how yourself. To always, how to speak properly. I don't always speak properly, but on the most part, I think I do. And you learn, like, to do all of this by yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I think, like, when you learn things by yourself, um, I don't know if that... I think that's at least the way I felt with dance, is that I learned so many things about dance by myself, and that made me love dance even more Hmm. because i had to find like the dance in like oh the passion in dance by myself do you get what i'm saying no i do i think i can i think i can relate to that so i feel like i enjoy and am more passionate about 
hip hop kind of freestyle yeah. forms of dance because I've never actually been taught it and I just see things online and That's like learn how to do different tricks yeah. and stuff and I like have a fire I have like I want to learn all of it whereas like the contemporary and and etc and etc I do love but I don't have the same like enjoyment I don't have the same passion as I do for like oh I want to learn this hip-hop thing I want to perform like that and I'm really enjoying like the commercial classes yeah the kind of freedom to explore your vibe which I never had a really an opportunity to do before it's it's taken some time to kind of get out of yeah. me but and yeah because I feel like when you're uh, taught by a teacher that loves like dance just like just like you has that passion mm-hmm. just like you um you're learning like from someone's passion yeah and sometimes that's why like that's why i love booking studios just to dance by myself because it makes me connect in a personal way mm-hmm. with my passion and not like oh, I'm in, like, I'm in the studio, I'm having a class with this person, yeah. this person that has this passion. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm explaining myself No, well. I, I understand you, I and I, if, I do. I don't know if your listeners will understand. No, I think, they, I think they will. I think they will. Do you get, Leo? I do. No, I, do. I, I, I like dancing on your own in a studio and just being able to explore what you love and what you like and doing what you want to do can really help and it can help you like reach levels and yeah. reach layers that mm-hmm. you didn't even know that you yeah. had. Help express yourself as well, you know, kind of do things that you like. Uh, for your mentality as well, because you're, you're used to like strict classes and it gives you that oh, kind yeah. of time to... I think once I've settled more and got used to the long days and worked on my sleep schedule, I'll end up booking studios just to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Or if you guys have a studio and you don't mind me just having headphones on in the corner, oh. do it. let me know. Let me when know because you know I, I definitely want to start doing that more because I'm just gonna start singing the Shakira <laughs> song now. The whenever, whenever I have to stop. You can have a sing song if you want. These mics I think need to be used for singing. They haven't been yet, but one day. I think you should have like um, an intermission in your podcast. And really? It's just you singing. Yeah. Or just you someone think? else singing. Do, 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 do. I don't know how much people will like that. Uh, I'm still, you know, my singing lessons have been a massive thing for me. He's lying. I'm not lying, I generally. Know, I never heard you sing. No, no, no. My sing- Recently, my my recent singing lessons, like, I'm just, my eyes are just, I'm always just like, whoa, I never kind of knew half the thing. I like, but that's the thing. I'm finding it so, I love them. But that's the They're cool so cool. thing about like, it. They're brilliant. I think that's like the coolest thing that I found about Bird is like discovering things that I never knew. That yeah. They could be like that. For example, jazz, at least from where I come from, from the studio, like, that I come from, um, jazz is so much different here. And I yeah. told I told our teacher, I don't know if you have that, you don't have Sue, Sue Bryce, jazz. Uh, I've got Belinda and Ruth. Ruth. Yeah, you don't have Sue. But basically she was asking like, um, how do you feel about jazz? How are you feeling? And I was like, oh, it's different. But it's a good difference yeah. because it makes me like, it makes me think, oh, okay, so... Because you reach, sometimes you reach a, a point where you're like, oh, this is everything I need to know. This is everything that, like, they, you know, there is to be taught. And then mm. you come to a different place overseas and it's like, it's a total different perspective. Yeah. And I think that's the yeah. beauty of dance. Because even <clears throat> though technique, like, technical-wise, it's kind of like the same base there's always going to be something different. Yeah. And it's just, for me, I cannot wait to cover more. 
Yeah, and training in different places then gives you oh, that yeah, breath. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll actually probably talk about this a lot in next episode, next week, which has been recorded in an hour, uh, <laughs> with Cameron Liao. Yeah. And that will go into a lot about training at different institutions. Uh, we can kind of because get really... she re- has a lot we'll of get, experience in that. We'll get really into the nitty-gritty of like what it's like, the massive differences. But that is a such a valid point of coming to somewhere. For me, this is all just new. So it's not like I'm learning something different. I'm just learning something new. Uh, that's tap a, that's a is overwhelming. Oh, tap. I mean, it's. I'm, I'm, sorry, I, my eyes were closed because I was like, so deep <laughs> just in the thought. Um, it's it's a lot, but I've got some great teachers and I'm, yeah. I'm getting through. Our class is also really supportive, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. So guys, if you are watching this one, thank you. Uh, you encourage me a lot. And um, I feel like I try things that otherwise I'd shy away from because a lot of you are very nice about it. So that's really nice, kind of being put in a class. Oh. Um, being put in a class with <laughs> people who, 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 who really lift you up is, is great. Um, and like the teachers as well, like my singing teacher, if we go back to that, he's incredible. I have, I've gone from like, I thought that I was like, I thought I was here. I thought I could only get there and already he's taken me to here. Like I never knew that I could hit an A. I hit an A, guys. Guys, guys, I hit an... I did not know I had it in me. I mean, it was in, like, a warm-up, so it was in, like, doing a, a scale, um, and, like, it came through that. But give me three years, it'll be in a song. It's a promise. I'll do it in a song. Oh, really? <laughs> no, no, no problem at all. Honestly, you need food. You need to feel yourself. It's been a long day. Um, and Thursday's all right. Thursday's long, but it's a broken day. Like, I have a lesson straight away... But then a break, and then another lesson halfway through the day, and then a big break, and then like four hours straight of workshop. It's an interesting day. And then probably gymnastics, but I'll see how I feel. You guys coming to gymnastics? Not this week because I'm broke, but Fair I really enough. want to go though. Yeah. I don't think is you got. I just I realized you didn't. You need to pay like a an a insurance. Yeah, I heard about. I haven't that done today. it yet, so I don't know if I will go tomorrow because I haven't done that, and I think it takes a couple of days to come through. So I'll just maybe I'll just take a break. Maybe I'll rest. Because I need one. Rests are good. Yeah, I really need one. That's. I think that's what after it like is for, yes. and I think it's important. Yeah. Like at least I feel like the need is like I told myself like two days ago like it's okay you need to rest. Yeah, you gotta get through and this week. Get and then through you can this just... week. Do your stuff and then just like relax yeah. yourself to relax because I was for like sure. thinking about like okay. What what do I have to do like next week? Yeah. What do I have to practice? Make a little and plan like, for every okay. single day. Relax. Yeah, because we really don't have that much. I think you can only spend so long going over materials from your classes yeah. before it's like you know it well and you don't need to anymore. So I think for me, I'll, and then I can ask you afterwards, I've got a couple of main goals for half term. Big one is sleep and relax. Second one is I'm going to try and crank uh, some of the essays that we need to do in first year, just kind of get maybe some yeah. bulk of some of those done. Um, and maybe I'll like, write up a list of like, because I haven't been recording what I need to do for when. Because I, in my mind, it was like do that at half term, because I know everything was from after that. I want to watch some shows. Yes. I want to watch some shows. I think my parents might be up for a day or two, so mm-hmm. I'll probably um, say hi to them. Um, and uh, I might do some more sleep podcasts. Yeah. Record some podcasts. Um, yeah, we've got lots of people who are interested, which has been really nice. Coming here, it's been a big difference to back home. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? Half term, big goals, probably the same as mine, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, are you staying here? Yeah, I'm staying. I, don't know I, I didn't want to go back home. Yeah. I, I could have, but 
I'm not homesick and I enjoy it here and I'm paying for this place and I like the independence. I've been ready. Like I said, I've been ready to leave for so long. (laughs) Anyway, goals for you. I'm sure they're the same. Um, Tudor lists for half term. So my boyfriend's coming. So I have to enjoy. Um, I have to enjoy his presence, of course. You Um, have to enjoy. I have to enjoy, of course. Um, Yes, I'm going to be with him. I'm also going to... Watch some shows. Yes, yes. Hopefully, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, I haven't future. seen that. Or oh, I haven't seen either. Yeah, I, I haven't I'm seen really many. Excited. I'm really excited. I'm new to this. Them. Generally, there's so many I haven't seen. It's Don't point at me really like that. They're really good. They're really good. <laughs> Just take, take me to the shows. Have you watched the take movies the though? No. Mrs. Doubtfire and Back to the Future movies. I haven't not watched Back like, to the Future. Why am I talking about not, that? Not that are like I, re- I, I remember maybe as a kid, but. They're, they're old though. Yeah, they're okay. Old though, so. I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna watch those shows. Um, and I'm gonna organize like assessment. It's not assessments. It's like those essays that we have to do. Mm-hmm. Go for choreos. Go to the through, through like my notes, my dance notes, my corrections, and yeah. just like work wow. on that. Um, and rest and just like catch up on like my reading, my reading. Uh, and also like shows, just watching like yeah. TV shows and movies and. Sleep. Oh, I've got Disney Plus again. So Mandalorian oh. season three, I have been crank <laughs> binging. I love it. I am obsessed with Mandalorian. I've, Star Wars, I am. I've started. I love Star Wars. Yeah. I so. Oh, that's why you have yoga. Here we go. Look, yeah, I, I am why. obsessed. I'm gonna start watching through the entire from episode one all the way through because it's so interesting watching the first one which obviously isn't like the first because yeah. it was recorded afterwards um but watching like the official first episode compared to what they are like now it's so interesting yeah. just how how much it's changed josh being a star wars fan yeah i'm an, i'm such i went to comic con and i got photos with it's uh, my time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, let me... Let no, me, no, continue. Let me kind of uh, think back onto what I was saying before. Uh, I'd mentioned something to do with um, podcasts. Do you have a podcast? I do. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to know about that because you do yours in Portuguese. I do. So I, I'm sure I had a few more things I wanted to say, but I just can't remember. I go yeah, on let's tangents. Just, let's just talk about that. And then yeah, let's, I want to know, know about... It will come back to me and then I'll like button, interrupt okay. you and, and take it somewhere else. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I'm like that. Um. Yeah. What do you want to know? Uh, I have a podcast. What do you yeah. Want to where know? did your initial inspiration come to create one? So, um, I love talking to myself. Fair enough. That's like yeah, my favorite. Very outfit. valid. And it was actually like I stopped posting videos like on my spam account, just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friend just started saying like, "You have such a great like voice. Why do you don't like stop doing a podcast?" And I was like. So it's through a, through a friend recommending. Yeah, through like friends recommending yeah. like, oh, you have a good voice. Why don't you stop like mm-hmm. doing podcasts? And I was like, should I? Yeah. Should I? Should I do that? And it was like a few years. It was like three years ago. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I should just for fun, just mm. to do like some stuff. And I start with a concept, then it changed, and now like I think it's fixed. I like it now, but I love watching podcast. I love 
not watching. Sorry, I love listening. I'm not. But you can watch. I can watch. You but watch I'm not, this one if you if you are yeah, guys. Guys, thanks. But I'm not usually like a person that watches podcasts. Mm-hmm. I always like listen while I'm doing like chores and while I'm doing like my cooking. Yeah. I I'm that kind of person. But I love Emma Chamberlain's podcast. So she's a big influence. She, I think she's my biggest influence as a podcaster. Yeah. Um, because I just love how chill she is. Like her energy and her vibes. Yeah, she's really yeah. chill. She's really just relaxed. She's in her bed mm. talking about serious stuff. Yeah. And about stuff that, like, I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh, I actually can relate And to things this. that she's passionate about as well. Yeah, you know? and it, it's, just, it's just really nice. So I just start a podcast, just, you know, it's kind of in the sense of, like, not feeling alone and having mm. someone... To talk yeah. to, even though I'm not talking to anyone. <laughs> and what's really nice about like these famous celebrities doing it is that it creates that more, oh, you're a real person. That oh, feeling yeah. of like, oh, you're normal. I relate to you're you. You're being vulnerable. Like, yeah. And I, like I think that. that's so important. What I think is really admirable, and I think we should definitely take a moment to just, you know, appreciate this, is yeah. you're now doing this podcast, but in your second language. You're not doing yeah. it in Portuguese, which is what you do your Do you want me to do home. in Portuguese? I would just start doing <laughs> Portuguese. I think you can, Josh. I think you can understand Portuguese now. I'm getting I'm getting better. But <laughs> my Duolingo I have a streak, but it's a streak of not doing it. So I need to change that. Um, I got a thing this morning and like, it's like, been seven days and I, like, I went, so Hell proud. yeah. I was like so proud and then you say a streak of not doing it. I'm yeah, like, but oh, Duolingo okay. bird does haunt me. And it but it also gets my hopes up. It's like, yeah, it's been seven days. I was like, Oh, has it? And I was like, Oh wait. No, because I didn't do it yesterday, so that's clearly... It's been a whole week. Um, so I'll get better. You will. I'll get back onto that. Um, but I think it's really, really impressive that you're here now. I'm sorry this for podcast. my grammar. No, it's fine, but I don't... Sorry. Th- I don't think anyone should judge you. No one's got anything to judge. I think everyone should yeah. just be impressed. Um, and if you are Portuguese, I'm, I'm sure that there are a few. The last couple of episodes have been with Portuguese uh, people then... Go, we'll link it. Go have a listen. What do you talk about? What topics are you passionate about that you cover? I just talk about my life. Yeah. Like, I used to talk about more specific things. So there's an episode that I really like that I did, like, three years ago. Mm. That was, like, when I turned 16. I did um, 16 years, 16 things about me. Oh, I like that. That's... I, yeah. But I start doing... That's that's actually good. Like, there I was is. really proud of myself I like when that. I had the idea. I feel but... like Liao's got something to say. I turned 16 three years ago. No, You're so old. Old hey. lady in the room. Hey, 18. Get out 17. of it. No, I'm turning 19 now. So you're 18 at the moment? Yeah, I'm turning 19 yeah. this year. So... Yeah, so that would have been... It would have been three years ago. Yeah, three years yeah. ago. Like, yeah. you've got a whole year being 16. But for me, it's a whole weird. year being 17. For me, three year years is like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Three years. But what, you like... were 16, like 16. Oh, be 17. careful with that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. Wow. Alert, old lady in the room. Like I mean, I called you old in the last episode, but now I'm that. doing. She you don't look old, no. She, you don't look old. You no. look our age. Yeah, yeah, I thought you like, were our you age. 20. It surprised me when we were at Spoons and. No, I would say I would have said nineteen. I would have said just before twenty. I would say twenty. Yeah. Because you can see that she's mature. Not twenties, twenty. Twenty. Yeah, like you've seen. Stuff. Like that age, like you know everyone I mean? eight. Like twenty. Yeah, <laughs> like twenties of the age where like you've experienced things, but you're not old, but you've seen stuff. Yeah, you know it's I mean? like twenty. It's like 
you're old enough to like you all you're old enough like you're an adult but you're not old enough to drink in america yeah so it's like oh you, you are now you are now you are now crazy girl <laughs> put that back in the wall i need to you do something with that. My, my bad sorry no i'm not sorry it's not my bad um just be more aware next time <laughs> you've been oh on the God. planet and actually i'm not gonna name your age we can do that in your episode um but yeah back to podcast do you ever talk about anything like theater related were you ever interested in no. theater during your time or was it all no because i like i started doing my podcast and i was not very i was i was not a musical theater girl yeah so i just talked about i did an episode about my london trip mm. uh i did oh i have like a series inside my podcast i called okay shitty talks i love that that is just me and my best friends mm-hmm. i have two episodes it's just me and my best friend talking like absolutely yeah sorry can i curse sure it's just talking shit that's fine i think yeah You'd already, you'd already shit. said shit like a shitty second talks, before yeah. shitty talks uh, but, i think yeah swear words as long as it's not excessive it's cool I'm just starting cursing now. Like, <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Let's go. Uh, not, let's not like, let's not frequently, but oh, I don't mind please. the odd one. Uh, and that's only because from, I, I never used to, um, but then there was an episode which I rushed the edit because I was like really busy and I hadn't bleeped out Caitlin swearing. And then I released onto YouTube and we were like, all right, well, that's us. <laughs> that's us done. We can't be, there's no, there's no point in there's trying. No yeah, like it's, it's out there. Uh, yeah. So, I, you know, it's fine as long as there's no... But I like to talk like okay, but sorry. No, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I like to talk about more specific things. So I did my most recent was um, French was relationships, cool. and my perspective on like relationships, how to maintain a relationship healthy, mm-hmm. um, and just like talking about that in general in topics that I'm kind of like inspir- experienced about, and my episodes are actually. A little bit more different than yours because they're like twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Oh yeah, okay. Um, Still a podcast, but yeah, shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I now want to do more. Um, I've, I've, I had now some ideas. I really want to release that one. Have you been inspired by? Yes, by Liam. Yeah, I feel really inspired by her. I mean, Um, she is an inspirational lady. (laughs) Lady. Yes. (laughs) We always get back to her. This is not my episode. Yeah, it'll be soon. It'll be soon. It will be um, soon. No, do you, have you, did you feel maybe encouraged by, by this? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Mm, yeah. I don't want to bit. give you that. All right. But you know what? No, Fine. yeah. Like, it was like seeing, you know, like, you interviewing my friends. I was like, okay, that's nice. Like, I, I like how they're having a conversation. Yeah. But it was also the feeling mm. that now coming here, it's not that my life is more interesting now. It's just... Um, what I'm feeling, my like my emotions are different. Um, everything feels so different here, and I feel like I felt things. So- oh my god, he's gonna get a chocolate. Would you like one? Um, no, that's fine. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's just like I feel things. Um, are really like to my like skin. I don't. I don't know how to explain. And coming here, I just feel like two times like. It, it's even mm. worse so I just like watching you doing the podcast I was like I do actually feel the need just to talk with someone and just to share like like all of my feelings without no filter yeah. and the only way that I can do that is just sitting by myself and just talking because it's like therapy isn't it it's yeah. giving you a reason to talk is. about topics that are close to your heart 
The only difference is it's therapy that the whole world could listen to. Yeah, but that's fine. But, but it's like, it's therapy. You're not mentioning your name. You're not like, at least like I'm doing, like at least I like to talk about personal experience. Yeah. But it's not like I'm sharing like this person's name. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, what? Like I'm expressing how I feel and about yeah. like, why do I feel like this? Like, what did I went through in life to make me feel like this? Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of like therapy. It's kind of like a safe space, at least for me, my podcast. It feels like a safe space for me to feel like just weird. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think that's totally valid. Was it interesting is you do it quite differently to this yeah. because you post them onto Spotify and like people can find out about it through our word of mouth. And if you tell tell people yeah because spotify there isn't any like recommend really the, the reach is different whereas what we're doing here is we're basically shoving it down people's throats <laughs> and then hoping that we can like get a catch we're like fishing we're like throwing throwing a, a rod into the water fishing hook and just trying to get a catch each week and see if we can get people interested and we are we're pushing it everywhere yeah like i always say that i'm basically my podcast is just my personal diary yeah and who's and that's who, so nice who hears Here's that. Yeah, and there's two very different ways of approaching yeah. it, but both are very valid. Um, exactly. I mean, I'm doing this very much with a kind of a business mindset. I need to get you guys to actually sign some guest release forms uh, just to give me permission wow. to, to post your face <laughs> and voice onto wow. the internet. Because uh, otherwise, who knows Imagine in the future? Imagine recording podcasts and then I'll just write, no. No. I think the thing is, because I'm planning on doing this every single week for the, sp- the, the future... But you've However been doing long. so well now. Thank like, you. I couldn't like. But I think that comes from collaborating. Yeah. Doing it individually, doing it as myself. I was guessing maybe a hundred if I was lucky. Yeah. Since collaborating with people, the last Instagram reel we posted, four hundred and fifty likes, nearly oh, ten thousand nice. views. Never ever in my life, like unreal. You're famous, Josh. But I know, uh, like, here's the thing: is like that was just one. That was one thing. Um, but what, what we're aiming for is to have. Like, just <laughs> what, we're, what we're aiming for is for, like, long-term growth. We're not too worried. Like, it's cool to see things do well. However, we're, we're not too fussed about, like, oh, this has to go viral. Yeah. This has to... We're very much, like, trying to long accumulative... Trying, we're aiming to get 100 hours of watch time per episode. We're not there yet, but that's our aim. Um, and I think that also comes from interviewing people who can bring their own audience in, who want to hear about them is kind of my tactic yeah. to then build and build and build. And then one day, maybe get Carrie Hope Fletcher on. That's the goal. That's the, the, the goal because Caitlin really wants that. Um, so we'll see. I, I said her. by episode 80, I think I could get her on. We're nearly on 20. So <laughs> uh, Caitlin's <laughs> saying at episode 150, we've got a little bet going. Uh, I'm going to quickly finish this chocolate because it's about I'm going to take a little pause. We've already uh, in the break talked about this. What's your favourite show? <laughs> do you want to do it all again? <laughs> so you you both said it at the same time, but it uh, didn't get it right. You said Moulin Rouge. No, but she's kind habits. of, she's partially right. And I'm going to explain okay. my movement theory. Oof. Oh, finally. Because we never actually do theories of movement on this podcast. No, basically, my favourite show is Heather's Musical. And I know it's a little bit controversial because I like, some people are like, Heather's, what? Um, but it has, it's my favourite show because it's like, it's not just um, a good musical, but it's also like the show, the first book leg that I saw 
in my YouTube channel that got me into musical theatre. Um, it was the first show that I watched on the West End. And it's just like, yeah. And what what about it? What element? Singing, acting, dancing. So it's more si- it's more singing and acting than dance. Mm. But I love the movie because there was there was a movie like Heather's before it became a musical. It was a movie, mm-hmm. and I really liked the movie before. So when I saw the musical, it was like the songs are really catchy. Yeah, and it's just the meaning behind of it. Like I'm not going to spoil it for you. Have you watched? It? I haven't watched it. I'm going to watch it at some point. So you have to I watch will. it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But the people who know the meaning behind Heather's, it really touched my heart because I was really feeling it at the moment. Yeah. Um, but Maria's, Maria's, Maria's Liam's, oh my God, how did I, how did I say your name? Um, Liam's response was Moulin Rouge because mm. Moulin Rouge is also like, I always say Heather's and Moulin Rouge because Moulin Rouge um, was a musical. It was also the first musical that I watched with my parents here. And my my dad actually cried watching it. My, my dad, dad would never cry. Actually... My dad cried. Hmm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe he... I'm going to ask him this. Because okay. I think maybe he could. You have a question now. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. interested to know. No, yeah. but yeah, my, my dad cried. I was my mom, and my dad, and he cried. And now he's been saying like... I was like, mm, I don't know which musical. I'm intrigued to see, like, which is... Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't worry. Enjoy. I am so lactose intolerant, but I just... Really? Yeah, they're good. Okay, George. Um, okay, let's stop. Oh, cool. That's um, cool. <laughs> you can go back. I'll put Reaction, anything. But... But yeah, and then um, ever since my uh, me and my family saw Moulin Rouge for the first time, um, I'm always saying like, oh, I'm I'm really intrigued about like what's the first u- a musical that I'm gonna do like mm. uh, after bed like I just know like what's gonna be my future and he's gonna be like the first musical that we're gonna see you in. Oh my god! <laughs> well, no, nothing is happening. <laughs> We're good. So I'm Let's gonna see you in is Moulin Rouge because it's the first musical we watched together and I can see you in it. And Moulin Rouge just has like the environment you never went to. But you never went to Moulin Rouge. Oh you have, you went yeah. to Kaya. Mm. But it's just the environment that like is in that room. I love Ever it. since you step into that theatre, inside mm. the theatre, and then you leave, it's just like you are so involved in the performance. It's the set. It's just, it's, it's the, magical. The, the theatre is, like, it's one. It's, like, they just overlap so well. Uh, and I think... I can't take my eyes off the stage once I get into the yeah. theatre. I just can't. My yeah. eyes are, like... It's been designed looking. brilliantly. Actually, we'll have some conversations with some of the students from Royal Central. Um, and uh, the way Royal Central works, which you'll find out in later episodes, is... The school is basically training a fully working theatre. So they have every single department of a working theatre under the school. So they have one acting course with like 20 odd people on it. They have an acting musical theatre course and then a contemporary device theatre. They also have costume, a costume course, a course to do a set design, a course to do with being a director and like education. And then like, yeah, they they have everything. So you could basically, and I think they do, they take... 
the people from each of the courses, say in second year or whatever, they bring them all together and they create a show all with together. each other. Yeah. And oh, it's that's really nice. such an interesting way of approaching it. Yeah. Like the school, the training oh, facility sure. has every single that's part. That's really nice, actually. Which is really interesting. So we'll, we'll go into that more because I don't know how well I explained it. So I'll have some central students tell you. Yeah. Um, let's go back to Milan Rouge because it is okay. it's incredible. It's really nice. Yeah. I didn't actually remember that you watched it. I did. How well, was I've, it? I've watched it beforehand, oh, right okay. at the top. You have a very different experience sat at the top. And to I'm going to be the honest, like you sat on the stalls behind, so you didn't get access to see like, like the top of the uh, stage. Yeah, so I had already, but I wasn't bothered because I got so much more immersed sat at the bottom than really? when I sat at the top. It was really, so... I really like being on the top. Uh, I mean, top. it was good. I was at but... the top like tw- like two times mm. I went and I really like it. But do you want to know something? What? I am going to buy can-can seeds. I, I was looking at them. I was looking at them and I'm, it's so tempting. Isn't I am it? buying it. It would give you just a whole <laughs> new perspective for yeah, the show. for sure. Like being literally in where the performance happens. Yeah. So maybe the three times I watch it, Maybe at the top, bottom, and then maybe a can-can seats. Yeah. Well, it's like, a, like, in the middle. Must be good, too. Yeah. What I found is also when I went to watch, like, Matilda, we were at the back of the stools yeah. instead of the middle. And I still got so immersed being sat down the bottom. I think it's because also the actors operate so much in, like, running up and down. Yeah. And, like, they enter the stage and exit a lot of the stage into the audience. And it just makes it feel so much more engaging and interesting. Yeah, and just sure. the way that you, like... Movement theories, huh? You can see <laughs> their movements right up close, like by you, and it just it immerses you so much more. And it's I had really such a different there. connection to the show. Like, I had tears come to my eyes twice. That doesn't really happen. More is a really more is a really engaging musical. Yeah, and that's, that's what brilliant. makes it. That's what makes it brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's yeah. exactly like it because <clears> it makes you like. It's not like you're watching show. No, you're in the show. Yeah. That's at least what I felt, and like. It's what I felt every time that I watched Moon Rouge. It's yeah. like I am part of the show. Like without me, there wouldn't be a show. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's so special to feel like that. And no, I, I agree. Yeah. Like yeah, these shows rely so much on the audiences to come. Um, I've actually I've seen. So this kind of goes against what I say a lot, but this does, this is so this is very lucky for me to have uh, for that this has happened to me. I've seen Moon Rouge twice. I've seen Matilda twice. Um, and it was during my auditions. Uh, coming up to uh, my time kind of, kind of mm. coming up to London where I watched Moulin Rouge and Matilda in the same day Moulin Rouge were oh. birthday tickets Matilda were the £10 ones and they were both right up at the top and then the two shows I've seen since coming to Bird are yep. also Moulin Rouge oh, and Matilda that's nice. however watching them from the stalls so for both of them I had really different experiences Yeah. Um, and I've hardly seen any Western shows yet I've seen both of those twice yeah. so i need to really like, i need to you watch need hamilton to, i need, need to watch to heathers yeah there's so many heathers close now are know. they yeah i'll watch them on tour that's cool i'll watch them on tour yeah um, oh yeah they're on tour but i'll uh, I to watch it really yeah i need to start watching more because it's not good i haven't seen many yeah, I, I i saw I'm those two talk, twice and, i'm not yeah. going to talk about spending money on musicals i i, I have a little savings pot but i'm going through it quite quickly because I spend it's for like everything to do with outside of food yeah. and travel, and it's meant to be for shows, but it's going towards a lot of other things. So I need went to be careful. To three last week. Last week. Last oh, wow. 
That's I want to watch Newsies when because it's coming. Oh yes, it's reopening. I really want to watch Newsies. How would you compare the way you you view Newsies in terms of like your favorite musicals to where you'd put like Heather's and uh, Moulin Rouge? So Newsies, um, first of all, uh, I really like. When I do like rankings of musicals, I always go like I know that I shouldn't do that, but I always go for like meaning, mm-hmm, like how okay. meaningful they are to me, um, and also like actually watching them because I I watched a pro shop uh, to newses, so maybe like mm, okay I like the soundtrack of this one, but I watched the pro shop, but I didn't watch it live. So yeah, I, I haven't seen it live it. yet. I always do it like that, but newses for me it doesn't have a deep meaning behind it. But it has the dance part. Yeah. That mm-hmm. really, really makes me like, yeah. mm, okay, this is really a good a good one. Um, but yeah, the dancing in the news is just insane. Yeah. I've I've insane. seen insane. I've watched I haven't seen it in person, but I've watched on Disney Plus twice and yes. both times it's just like I would love I would absolutely love to be in it. And I think because I spent so much of my life doing acrobatics yeah. Now I just need to know. Now I know I can do the acrobatic element. I just now need to be able to do the dance element. Yeah. Because they're they're flexible. They're strong. They're that's spinning. So good. And that's all the things that we're learning here. I just really need to make sure that I'm. And actually, I my pirouettes have got so much better. My yes. singing's got so much better. Okay. My acting's all right. It's all right. But. But you have three years. I've got three years. You have yeah. Three years. And like, we've only done one half term, and yet I've seen so much improvement. And you have to think about like. I always tell people this, um, you are you are not it like you're not a bird because you're perfect already. Mm. You're a bird because they want to work with you and they yeah. see the potential in you. So you have to think like, okay, I'm not very good at this, but I'm here for a reason. Mm. I'm here because they want to give me these like three years of training because they see like how how good I can actually be. And I think that's the mentality that I, I try to keep. Yeah. Uh, I try to keep is that you know. I fail. I failed a pirouette. That's fine. You're here to improve. Yeah, exactly. And can I tell you something? You can. Go you on. You know that. And I, I'm gonna. You know this. But basically, like I was struggling with the step at ballet, and That's I got clear. a compliment today. Yeah. Uh, and it made me my day because Aww. I was working until like midnight yesterday on that step with Ronnie. Um You guys are so impressive. You, was, you are. I was working with her because I was not getting it. Yeah. And she was like, she worked with me. I was like, okay, I'm going to try it really hard tomorrow. Tomorrow, And I tried it today mm-hmm. um, at class and I was very like focused. And she approached me like in front of the whole class and said like, very well done. And it's so nice, it really, isn't it? it? It's really like, at least for me, I know that sometimes, you know, we have to get used to people not doing it. Yeah. But sometimes it's really nice to see people, you know, actually teachers, seeing how much you kind of, yeah. like how much effort do you put in like getting better. Yeah. And for me, like some people are just like, uh, okay, why, like, why are you showing off? Why are you showing off? I'm just not showing off. I'm just showing off like, how much effort I put in this and like yeah and I you're paying so like, much to be here oh. like let me go to the front I don't know why anyone would ever have a problem with someone doing more going going above and beyond or going always I'm being at the front I'm really grateful every yeah. time that I go like my class is all talented dancers and every time that I step 
I, I step into the studio and I just see everyone dancing. I'm like, I'm so grateful yeah. that I'm around these people because they just motivate me. I, I completely tap, agree. Especially in tap, when I see basically um, these like incredible tappers around me, I'm not like, yes, I get stressed with like, some steps yeah but i'm also like i want to be like them yeah w- i'm motivated now so yeah. i think it's important to find the good side in things mm-hmm. for sure so that's why you know it's important to keep like a positive mind uh especially like in it's not just it's not just for me that i'm like an obviously student but it's also for you guys because you're not at home not yeah. leaving at home so we have we deal with a lot of things um and to deal with more stuff, to deal with more stuff, I think it's important to like, okay, calm down, calm down, keep a positive like mindset yeah. and everything will get better, you promise. And that's, yeah. I think that's what I kind of like, sorry, what kind no, of I put in my head every time that I go to bed. It's like, yeah, everything will be fine. And if it's not a bad day, it doesn't mean a yeah, bad we've week, got three a years. bad month, that's a bad life. Yeah. yeah. Going off of what you said about like tap and being in the groups of people who support you, I as well I found a tap is like I've come from no experience and yet in my group I have a tap world champion and it's like exactly like it my, is like yeah, my yeah like Ron yeah. so um yeah I, I mean I won't name drop I don't know uh, what she'd like um however like, in my group we have a world champion who is incredible at tap um not just at tap but like world champion levels of course you know yeah. um, but she's really good because as a beginner she'll you know come and help and like give me like quite like personalized one-on-one feedback and then i kind of see myself nice. seeing improvements and like the whole group is they're very supportive um which i've really liked also what i think i should i should mention is the great thing like i've not always been a fan of theory or like i've not always been a fan of like i just like doing things and i don't necessarily like sitting down doing like writing stuff however the lessons that we have where we learn the sitting down writing stuff, what's great is like the next day I come in and I'm actually using what I've just yeah. learned in a lesson. So for the music theory um, or the, the acting uh, or singing technique or, or the, the lessons that we do around that, I'll go to my singing lesson and it's all used. And my teacher is like firstly impressed that I like I yeah. remember this stuff, but also like he kind of puts his own practical spin on it and then I actually get to use it and then what's one thing I found really useful do you have um acting classes do you have your acting I think they might, it might rotate but I think I'm on like acting technique or something have you done an acting class where it's like you stick in your script to like the left page and then your right page you like create grids and um do like your what's your objective what's your tactic oh what's i'm your doing cap? it now i'm doing it now she just gave like us okay um, so you know the whole objective tactic cap yeah thing so we like been doing that in some of our acting like we're writing down we spend the lessons like analyzing the script and for me that's such a slow thing and i you know and i enjoy it and i like the detective work but it's like oh i'm just saying i want, I want to start doing however when it comes to our today we had mt tech you know last night i went on the script and i for every like different thoughts i'd write what's my objective what's my t-? and i used it and then yeah. i came to my lesson today and firstly it helped me remember the lines but also it just gave me like a purpose it gave me a drive it gave me like a making active choices yeah. instead of exactly. in previous weeks being stood there like i've said my line and now i'm just stood here 
Because yeah. I wouldn't call myself, I'm definitely not an actor first. But because what we're learning can be used if we decide to use it, yeah. makes a huge difference. And I think that's why I'm enjoying some more of the practical, um, some, some more of the theory stuff because I can use it yeah. practically. Does that make sense? Does that? It makes sense. <laughs> Good. No, I'm glad that I wasn't talking complete waffle. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's the, the really nice thing. And, you know, being in a training facility every single day, yeah. dancing every single day. With inspiring like, people. With like. inspiring people. Like, I think it's clear why I'm seeing improvements. Yeah. Because I'm not used to every single day dancing. Oh, yeah. I would do ballet once every two weeks and occasionally every week, but it ended up being once every two weeks a lot of the time recently. Yeah. And now doing it several times a week. My legs feel so strong. <laughs> I, I used to have such weak legs. Like, I used to be terrible at squats. But now I'm seeing progress and it's great. Because I used to be like, oh man, I, I could never like get low. I could never dance. But now I'm feeling, yeah, I'm loving it. But it's great. It's really good. I, I highly recommend to everyone or any sort of Come. drama school. Yeah. Come. Especially for international students. Yeah. You know, they're open Come. to international students. I mean, there's seven of you. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to wrap up here. I think so. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. And I really appreciate you coming and doing this after being oh. absolutely wiped and shattered. I should be the one thanking you <sighs> for yes. me. Oh, my God. Yes, you know, it's all right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed all this and maybe have learned something enjoyed, or yeah. thought of something or taken something away yourself. And I always I just want to provide yeah. value. I like this conversation. It's, it's really good, nice it? just to have, like, a normal yeah. conversation and talk yeah. about things like we are, we you know we feel inspired about. Yeah, totally. It's, it's why I do it. Uh, I think conversations is such an important thing that people don't have enough. I think so many people just hold things in, and it's like let's just talk, you know. Let's just talk. And about. I think is what I was saying at the beginning is like at the beginning it can feel a little bit uptight. By the end we just relax into it, yeah, get into a little bit of a flow. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna wrap up there. For those who maybe have watched this long. Please subscribe. Uh, if you you know you've been here for an hour, I need to say that earlier. True one. Uh, yeah, you're a loyal one. <laughs> I need to say this earlier on in the episode. I never do, but you know, like subscribe, leave us a little comment. We we love receiving comments where we're like we've actually affected someone. We get on our short form content. No. We get so much hate comments. People just go like, whatever topics we're discussing, it never reaches the right audience. <laughs> like our short form content is like seventy percent women. To be honest, in the world of theatre. It probably is the right audience. Whereas for that, sorry, that was our long form. Our short form is like 90% men who are like 30 and they all just like, they, we, just, we just get a lot of shit. But it's, it's kind of funny, but only when it balances out with the nice comments. Yeah. So leave a nice comment. We really appreciate it. Um, thank you for watching. This has been the Movement Theories podcast. We talked about movement a little bit. Uh, this is Mariana, the lovely guest. Uh, links below for things to check out. And uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye.